What's up, everyone? This is Hannah with the Healthy Charleston Podcast. I am a physical therapist here in Charleston, and I am the new host of this podcast. This podcast is meant to give you the correct health and fitness information, along with spreading awareness of all of the different health and fitness professionals here in Charleston. I love being able to use this podcast as a way to meet all of those around me that are trying to make the world a better place. And my mission as a PT is to educate people and to empower them to take ownership and control of their health. This is season three of the podcast. You can find us on Instagram at Healthy Charleston. Otherwise, thank you so much for listening. Enjoy the show. You. Thanks so much for listening to the show. This podcast is sponsored by Made to Move Physical Therapy, and we believe that movement is medicine. If you have been dealing with pain that's preventing you from doing what you love, and if you're looking for a healthcare provider to help you meet your goals, then go to madetomovept.com slash contact us. That two is the number two. Fill out the form and reference the Healthy Charleston podcast. Listeners get 10% off their first session. What's up, everyone? This is your host, Hannah Briel. And on today's episode, I talked with Dr. Kayla Reimer, our golf specialist at Made to Move, and I learned a ton about golf. Kayla works a lot with golfers, whether it's helping them get out of pain, improve golf performance, or for longevity in the sport. We talked a lot about the TPI certification, what it is, why it's important, and the role of a physical therapist in TPI. And we talked a lot about the common limitations she sees in golfers and how all of those things affect the golf swing. We also talked about what things are required for the golf swing, what the golf swing should actually look like and feel like. We talked about misconceptions about golf and also what her process is like when working with golfers. If you're interested in setting up a session with Dr. Kayla to decrease pain or to improve performance related to golf, you can click the link in the show notes. Otherwise, thank you for listening. Hope you enjoy. Welcome back, everyone, to the Healthy Charleston Podcast. Today's episode is all about golf. I'm here with Dr. Kayla Reimer, our golf specialist at Made to Move. Welcome, Kayla. Thank you. (laughs) I'm excited. I feel like I'm going to learn a ton about golf today. Yeah. Can we start with maybe just like how you got into golf, what that looked like? I know you started in like third grade, right? Yeah. I, (laughs) when I was younger, um, I did go to a golf camp during the summer and I wasn't a huge fan. I was more into volleyball, basketball, those things at the time. Um, but I had gone to the range kind of on and off throughout the years, played a couple par three hole or par three courses. Um, but I really didn't get serious about golf until these past two years really the pandemic hit my fiance and I came down to South Carolina and we quarantined right by a golf course and so um yeah got the bug and now I love to golf (laughs) I feel like everyone was like golf is a great pandemic sport oh yeah and so so many people play golf and it you know starting in March April like it was a beautiful time of year just to play golf yeah we hit it perfectly um and yeah, you can get outside. Yeah. Um, not around a bunch of people. No. Yeah. No, I think I used to think golf was boring and now I, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> I understand why people love 
why people love it. <laughs> yeah, I am one of those people that I really like the things that I'm good at, and I'm really bad at golf. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, I've always been really bad at putt-putt, and that's, like, the closest thing that I've done to golf, because I'm like, if I hate this, then I'd probably not like golf. But as you know, like, my dad is a huge golf player, and neither of his kids played golf, so that's a little disappointing <laughs> for him. Definitely takes a lot of patience. I think golf can teach you a lot of life lessons, and okay. patience is a big one. Yeah, that might be something that, that <laughs> yeah. I mean. Yeah. Okay, so recently, you have been certified, you got certified with TPI, right? Mm-hmm. Can you tell me what that is, what that looks like? Yeah, so TPI stands for Titles Performance Institute, um, and it's an educational organization that's dedicated to studying how the human body functions during the golf swing. Um, so this program's for health professionals like PTs, um, and then golf fitness instructors or personal trainers, um, and then golf professionals or golf coaches. And the program really allows all three groups to kind of be on the same page, understand the same lingo, um, and understand how the body functions during a golf swing. Okay. So it's like this full program for movement professionals, but also trainers too. Yep. Yep. And there's a couple different levels and the first level really just gives you that basic understanding. So it goes through the TPI screen, which we can chat more about. Mm -hmm. Um, but that's just looking at different ways that your body moves, um, and seeing how you uh, react to that. And then going through that program really talks a lot about the body swing connection. Um, so kind of, that's really just the reflection of how your own body moves specifically. Um, because if you have, for example, like limited mobility in one area, then your golf swing might be a little shortened or you might create compensations elsewhere. Um, so that's breaking that down. And then it really breaks down the kinematic sequence. So the sequence of all those different body parts moving (laughs) during the swing, what should happen, um, and really the key is to be able to reproduce that same motion um, and be efficient with it. So like Over and over and over and over. Yeah, yeah, the repeatability. Um, yeah, so um, as a PT, I think obviously we are, you know, the movement experts. So we really look, you know, we're not trying to, we'll look at the golf swing, but we're not trying to tweak anything with your own golf swing. We're really looking at your mobility, your strength, um, and then we're, we're breaking things down into less complex movement patterns and then kind of building them back up in relation to the golf swing. So someone asked if this would help them shave 10 strokes off, <laughs> off their golf game. Would that help? <laughs> I like to think so, yeah. Um, I think there's been a lot more... So again, it's like the TPI is an educational platform, and so there's a lot of research that's gone into it. Um, um, and, you know, they have some of the golf pros at their disposal. And so they've been able to test a lot of things um, on some different golf professionals. I think 19 of the last 20 um, PGA championships were won by someone who's instructed by some type of golf um, TPI expert. Yeah. um, Between those three fields. So um, yeah, I think there's really like three different main populations that TPI can really serve and number one is obviously anyone who's having pain during the golf swing or after the golf swing and that program as a PT it's going to be a little bit more rehab focus and then kind of transition into more of that performance um and then I think the second population is people who just want to improve the longevity of the sport so 
you know, maybe someone who's getting a little bit older, they've lost a little bit of strength or power. Um, so maybe they are trying to increase some distance as well. Um, and then, which brings me to that third category are people who want to improve their distance. They want to drive further. Um, and that program is going to be a lot more performance-based, a lot more strength and power focused. Yeah. So pain, performance, and longevity. Mm -hmm. So really just like being able to do this thing that you love better and for longer and with less limitations. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I know nothing about the golf swing. So I would love to hear what is the kinematic sequence or like what's supposed to happen in a golf swing? Yeah. So, so with TPI and with, with the training program, um, they use a lot of just like data collected from 3D motion analysis and some programs, especially like golf coaches and different um, golf courses might have some of these 3D motion detector detectors um, and systems. But really your, I think the, the biggest thing that we see is a lot of people don't know how to dissociate their upper body versus lower body. And the reason it's so important is because that downswing should start from your lower body. Um, so really that powers generated from your lower body transferred kind of through your core out the arms and out the out to the club um and i think a lot of new golfers tend to demonstrate more of like the baseball swing mm -hmm. <laughs> and so they're using all all arms um tip i would say similarly anyone with like shoulder pain and elbow pain mm. sometimes we see they're just they're not getting any power from their lower body um and so they're trying to swing all arms <laughs> yeah and like your lower body is obviously stronger and more powerful mm -hmm. it's funny because my dad also played baseball and he was a pitcher yeah so like I wonder <laughs> you know he's a golfer and he's also a throwing athlete like it must be hard to learn how to do both swings oh yeah because they're really different they're very different yeah yeah um and that's the other thing too is with the golf swing really um you know you're transferring power from one leg to the other as well where with baseball, you're shifting, like there's a little bit of a shift oh, forward. Okay. And yeah. so that's kind of, so the other thing that the program goes through are kind of these top, um, common swing characteristics that we see. And a lot of those swing characteristics are correlated to things we see in the TPI screen and, you know, it's correlated with pain sometimes or often. Okay. Um, and swaying is one of those swing characteristics. Swing. Yep. So people end up shifting and they kind of sway mm versus having that left leg stable and turn probably because they don't have any rotation right rotation stability like okay. some like stability don't yeah. want to put weight on that leg yeah yeah what um, are some of the most common things you see either like related to pain or related to performance or like the most common limitations in golfers I would say probably the most common limitation is thoracic spine mobility. Thoracic <laughs> mobility. Got it. Yeah. Uh, um, especially the rotation. Obviously, golf's a rotational sport. Um, and if you are lacking that thoracic spine mobility, you're gonna co your body's going to compensate elsewhere. Um, and commonly, I would say the low back is where we see people compensating. Um, and that's usually when someone might come in with low back pain. Okay. It's like where you're supposed to be getting this from some, like somewhere else you're again like you're getting it from somewhere else and then i'm sure your low back has roles in the golf swing too mm -hmm. but now it's doing everything right okay so like just not sharing the load as much right i also think about like a lot of the people that play this sport like historically are men or like older men and like older men don't have great thoracic mobility nope <laughs> like you don't really when you go to the gym like how often do you see someone 
rotating. It's all like flexion extension, like yeah. moving in that plane. And so like getting someone to start working on that, I'm sure just once they start working on it, like it improves because mm-hmm. they've never worked on it before. Yeah. And I mean, with the pandemic, you know, a lot of people chance, a lot of people are working remote. We're sitting all day yeah, <laughs> and then we're trying to play 18 holes on the weekend and it's just not working. Yeah. Weekend warrior. <laughs> yeah. That's the other thing I wonder if you see like, because it's, there's not a lot of movement diversity in golf. And so if you have pain with the golf swing, you're going to just still have pain with the golf swing because mm-hmm. you just do it over and over and over again. It's like, you know, obviously it's super frustrating, like as a pitcher or like as a volleyball player, yep. I used to have shoulder pain with serving. So like pretty hard to serve. I right. just would like tap out and like have someone else serve. Right. And that's where I think a lot of, a lot of the players I've worked with, like maybe they don't have pain right away, but it, hole number eight, that hip pain comes on, okay. you know, and now they're struggling with it the rest if they're going to play a full 18. Um, and, and now if you're compensating and changing your swing, you're probably not hanging as far, and now we're adding that many more swings onto your oh. onto your game. Um, I didn't even think about that. And, and then, then I'm having to do it more, right? And then on top of that, maybe you're walking because it's a nice day and you want to get your exercise, but now that hip's really bothering you. Um, so yeah, I think. Anyways, thoracic spine mobility really common. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, just just being able to dissociate upper versus lower body. Okay, and what that's, does that mean? Yeah. So if you kind of get into, as you say, like your seven iron posture, so you're a little bit hinged forward at the hips, like you're going to swing a golf club, see if you can rotate only your lower body. So your upper body's good, and you probably need to use a mirror if you're doing this at home right yeah. now. Upper body stays. Everyone's like driving, yeah. trying to rotate. <laughs> Stop the car, get out, get your golf club. Upper body stays still, and you want to see, can you move your hips side to side? A lot of people can't, or a lot of people need someone to hold their upper body yeah, um, to be able to do it. And not like side to side like that. No, like it's rotating. Yep. Um, yeah, it's tricky. And then... And then the second thing is, can you, and I think a lot of people have an easier time with this, but can you keep your lower body still and now you're rotating only your upper body, um, only that, that trunk. Um, so yeah, so that's, that's being able to dissociate. And then the screen even goes further and looks kind of in a modified single leg stance position or in a single leg stance position. Can you do the same thing? Mm, Okay. Yeah. Um, so so anyways, number two. Right, <laughs> no. Dissociation. Yep. Why um, is that so important? So that dissociation is how you're going to generate, how you're going to start that downswing. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Um, number three, I would say hip mobility. A lot of people, especially some of those older men yeah. who, <laughs> who, are all, yoga, right, <laughs> who are sitting all day on their computers. Yeah. And now, again, we try to, you know, we go from like sitting all day to trying to swing golf club and yeah. if you're lacking some of that mobility and kind of like we touched on I think the sway I've seen I've seen with a couple patients um okay. they know that they're like my golf coach told me I sway okay. and sure enough they're having lateral hip pain um okay. and they can't do things like a lot they struggle with a lot of the single leg strength things mm-hmm. that we test during the TPI screen um and, and just kind of that single leg stability um the other one I think is just global strength deficits <laughs> and this is probably in a little bit of the older population okay. um you know we know we lose muscle mass as we age <laughs> yeah. and if we're not keeping up in the gym then 
we see some of those deficits. And those are probably the people who they re- they, they see that they're losing distance out on the course. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. It sounds like from, like, a, all of these things, it's kind of like the, I call it, like, the intramural sport problem where, like, yeah. when you're playing in, in high school or maybe even college, you're practicing and, like, you're preparing. Yep. And then we get older, you know, we have our jobs, we have our life. And then we go and try to sprint or we go and try to move in ways that like we're not training for or practicing. And yep. it's like the, a lot of the people that play golf, you know, whatever they're doing all day is just not necessarily like hurting them. It's just not preparing them for the demands of golf. Right. And I think like my part of my hypothesis is people don't think golf it's like a, you know, you're hanging out with your guys. You're having a beer. It's yeah. It's great for marketing. Like, you're walking or you're on the cart. But, like, it is very physically demanding. Mm-hmm. And so people are kind of like, why do I need to strength train for golf? Like, you know, I'm not lifting a bunch of weight, you yeah. know? Yeah. And if you think about it, you know, you're 18 holes. There's going to be a couple par threes in there. But you're hitting your driver for, you know, 14 out of the 18, we'll say. Plus, each time in the fairway, you're taking a big swing. Um, putting is a little bit less demanding, but you're still getting into a golf position, a hinge position. Um, you know, that there's a lot of reps. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think people often overlook those reps. Mm-hmm. And if you're not training. So just like how in the gym, you wouldn't go from not doing anything for two weeks and then you're going to go back squat 80 squats you know exactly and it's kind of similar to golf like if you're not going to the range weekly or you know you're I think there I think golf is one of those sports that oh I'm gonna go on a golf trip with buddies Mm, I'm gonna play every single day for a week right after after I haven't played in a year and then and then they come back and they're in pain and it's it's similar to again if you didn't squat for three months and you went out and you just repped a bunch of squats Mm -hmm. (laughs) on top of that you know, what does nutrition look like? What does sleep look like? There's all these other things that play a role as well. That would be like if I wasn't really like working out or like working out, but maybe not like training hard. And then I went and did a CrossFit competition of like four workouts a day. Right. Like at the end of that, like I'm going to feel pretty rocked. Yeah. But I think it's just like housework. Like people don't view golf as a workout because it's so spread out. Mm -hmm. It's not like, okay, 10 minutes for time. Like you're going to lift this weight on the bar five times. It's so spread out that you almost like don't realize it until you get to the end and you're like, Oh God. And it's exhausting. Like 18 holes is a long time, especially if you're walking. That's several miles that you're also walking out of the course. Um, I used to have a push cart. Yeah. Cause it was like, this is my physical activity. And, like, he would try to really make it, um, yeah. like, a tough workout. Mm-hmm. And then by the end of it, I'm like, oh, you must be, yeah, you must be exhaustive. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Putt-Putt's not that tired. Then, <laughs> so, I mean, I don't know. It's I guess it is 18 holes. By then, I'm just like, I don't really care. Yeah. Just, like, hit it. I want to go get ice cream. This is just for fun. Point. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, thoracic mobility. Yeah. The ability or not, like, inability to disassociate. Which yeah. Which I didn't know what that meant until you told me and then you showed me. Like, well, I can't do that. Hip mobility. What about hip mobility, like, seems to be the most limited? What motion? So I would say, so depending whether you're left or your right, swinging left-handed or right-handed. So if if you are a right-handed golfer, Mm -hmm. that left hip, you need internal rotation to be able to finish. Okay. So when you finish, you, that trunk should be rotated over across the left hip. Okay. 
And that's usually when we see the sway. That's when we see other compensations happening. Like instead of rotating, they're just shifting. Yeah. Okay. I know it's probably a little bit difficult sometimes to understand over the podcast, but do you know, do you understand what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So for anyone listening, if you are going to swing a golf club mm-hmm. and if you go through that motion, that left, that left hip needs to be able to rotate. That trunk needs to be able to rotate over that left hip. Yeah, so essentially, yeah. like your left leg, this could be totally wrong. Your left <laughs> leg is staying in the same place. Correct, yep. And your trunk is rotating over it, which well, is in your lower back. Right. right. So, okay. not only do you need, not only do you need that, you, not only do you need trunk rotation, you need yeah. internal hip rotation, you also need the single leg stability of that left leg. Okay. To be able to finish onto yeah. that left leg. Are you putting most of your weight on your left leg at yep. the end? Okay. Yep. Um, so, that's the other thing. I think, like, a lot of the things that I've done with some golfers it's working on single leg stability yeah um yeah (laughs) if they can't put weight if they can't handle it or it's painful like they're probably not going to shift weight and so it just like throws off the swing so one of the things that we look at in the tpi screen is can number one can you stand on your left leg for 15 seconds (laughs) because you should be able to stand on one leg yeah (laughs) um and can you do something like a single leg glute bridge? Um, we're going to look at your overhead squat. We're going to look at your thoracic mobility. We're mm-hmm. going to look at dissociation. We're going to look at your shoulder range of motion, um, your lat. We do like a lat test. Mm-hmm. Um, go through a little bit of like wrist mobility as well because um, that's also very important mm. in the golf swing, mostly at, especially at contact. Um and then we're looking at, we're also going to look at your posture when you first set up for the golf swing. Because mm. sometimes that can be an issue as well. <laughs> yeah, because if you don't start in the right position, you're probably not going to end in the right position. Correct, yeah. Are you, how hinged are you supposed to be to start? So, it's going to be a little bit. I'm sure, it depends on the It depends a little yeah. bit on the club you're using. Okay. Um, and everyone, so no one, so one thing that TPI really preaches is like, it's not a one swing fits all. Everyone kind of is going to have their yeah, own like swing that. based yeah. on what you can do and mm-hmm. what you're trying to accomplish. Um, so, for example, if I have limited thoracic mobility, my swing's going to look a little bit different than someone who has perfect mobility. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> um, sure. Which is why the pro golfers look amazing. Which is why, yeah. the, which is why all these things, which is why all these screens are based off of their numbers. <laughs> yeah. Because like they're doing amazing and these are, these are their norms. Right. Yeah. So the okay. screen is basically built upon, they took a bunch of golfers through all these different tests and looked at mobility, strength, um, and, and stability and all, <laughs> all of the pro golfers excel at all of these things. Okay. Yeah. And then they look at us and we're like, oh, <laughs> I can see the difference now. Yeah. But it makes sense. A lot of, so a lot of, uh, to the screen, what's so great about the screen is it gives you, points us in a direction of, mm. oh, if you're, if you're lacking hip mobility, you might be swaying. It, it, okay. it points us in the direction of these things you might be doing during your swing. Oh, that's nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It just tells you like, if you don't have this then you might be doing this. And I'm sure more often than not that's what is going on right and then yeah and then it's perfect it's really nice for like us as pts because now if they're working with a golf coach you know i can communicate these things that i see and that golf coach is probably going to see similar things in the swing Mm -hmm. um and it's just nice to be on the same page they know now what we're working on and what we're trying to improve so yeah it's like nice because it is such a like involved sport like i don't think people realize how technical it really is 
especially when you were like the way that you set up is dependent on the club and it's also probably tough depending on who taught you like let's say my dad taught me and I'm gonna swing like him but maybe I shouldn't like maybe my swing should look different so it sounds like you and the trainer can communicate because the trainer can work on like the skill but then you can work on like does your body have what it needs to just perform this skill right like right. over and over and over again right I mean it's similar to like in CrossFit I don't know if you're trying to yeah. do a front squat and you don't have that mobility yeah like as the, your PT is going to work on that exactly <laughs> and get like, you into that position and it's the same exact thing it's like can we get you into these positions that the golf swing demands yeah like so. you would never see typically 99% <laughs> of like the elite CrossFit athletes move extremely efficiently like right you're not going to see them not being able to get into a full squat not being able to rotate not being able to go overhead because they wouldn't be able to do the sport at a high level without those things mm-hmm. so it's like taking the norms of the people that are really good at golf now we have like something to aim for right you know? Like could create a screen for CrossFit. Oh my god. <laughs> Can yeah. you do these things? All right. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. What does it tell you if someone is having pain, like just the swing is painful, or if like by whole eight it's painful? So yeah, so I guess what that tells me, so if just in general the swing is painful and that movement itself is painful, it's telling me, you know, We'll pretend like it's shoulder pain. So maybe it hurts every time they reach overhead. That's going to be different than someone who by whole eight says they have pain. Because that tells me, okay, that movement itself isn't painful. It's the volume most likely. Okay. Um, Or I feel like pain that comes on later usually screams like tendon issue. Okay. (laughs) So I'm thinking maybe tendon. Again, it kind of just depends what body part hurts and what kind of thing movements hurt. But, um, But yeah, someone who just has pain always overhead doesn't matter whether they're swinging or reaching overhead like you would treat those things very differently correct or, yeah or different enough like would it be is there one that's more likely to be from a like mobility deficit versus a strength deficit or does it really just depend on the person i feel like it just depends but yeah. um i mean i think about so i think about someone who maybe okay they always have pain reaching overhead mm-hmm. um so and actually the the rule of the TPI screen is, like, if you have pain during any of these motions or those movements, it doesn't really count, and you need to, like, refer to a medical provider, so, like, a PT or whoever. Okay. Um, if it, cause, You just get a zero. A flat yeah. <laughs> so, so that's more for, like, a golf pro or a golf... Gotcha. Um, okay. Or, like, a personal trainer who's doing the TPI screen. Mm-hmm. In that case, like, I don't know, we'll just pretend a single, like, boot bridge hurts your low back, and so... In that case, like, the that test is kind of void, and it's like, okay, well, if they're okay. having pain during these things, then we're going to refer. Yeah. Um, but, I'm um, sorry, going back to your question. No, you're good. You're good. <laughs> what what about, are there any, like, what do people not know about golf? Or, like, what do people think that they know that's actually, like, way different? Or just, like, misconceptions about golf? Um, I mean, I think that just the starting your start being able to initiate that swing with the the powers coming from the lower body and I think so as someone who's taken lessons and has really had to learn like how the kinematic swing works (laughs) um you can feel it like it's a different feeling when you're actually initiating and like using your pelvis to drive that motion versus initiating the downswing with your arms yeah um and I feel like you've 
you'll see the difference too and it's gonna feel different Mm -hmm. and you're gonna probably gain a lot more distance if you're actually using lower body and kind of transmitting through core upper body what is it called we learn it in, in crossfit but like going from lower extremity to distal like proximal to distal. Yeah, yeah. there's some like fancy term that they, they talk about in L1, but like very similar to a lot of CrossFit, like weightlifting movements, like a lot of it comes from your hips. Right. So like if you're doing a thruster and you try to press it, but you're still in the squat, like you're not going to have any power versus right. if you use the power and the momentum, it's something like it transfers, I'm going to have to look up this exact <laughs> Um Then it's obviously going to be like way less effort on your, oh, on yeah. your shoulders. Yeah. So if someone's swinging probably like what I would do, like upper body only, you're probably doing like putting more stress on your body than like what it can tolerate, knowing that you could be using other things to help and you're just not going to go as far. Right. Right. And then you're going to have to do more because you're less efficient. Right. Mm -hmm. And then kind of correlating with that, I think a lot of, a lot of golfers don't think they need strength training. You know, why do I need to deadlift? Why should I do these things? Um, and it's, because you need golf, there's power associated with it and there's strength. Um, and so some of these bigger movements, you know, a push, a pull, <laughs> a hinge, um, those can go a long way for golfers. Yeah. Um, and you really should, there really should be like some type of base strength training program. Is there? So we have one now. Wait, there is one. <laughs> <laughs> you come see Kayla? I didn't know if there was like a... A TPI recommendation or, or anything like that. So there, are, I mean, there are different, um, like specific kind of exercises based off of certain things that they'll recommend. Um, and I think just as PTs, like we know, we already kind of have our base of oh, these are good things to do yeah. to increase thoracic rotation and things like that. So I think what's nice about TPI is it's just a great like adjunct to mm. what we already know. Um, kind of what we preach to our patients every day. So, is there anything in the golf swing that you struggle with? Uh, no, so my <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, no. For me, it's actually it's more at the wrist. It's like at my contact. I um, okay. sometimes I leave my wrist a little bit too open, and then it goes the ball goes to the right. So that's uh, something that I'm working on right now. So yeah. you leave it like your thumb. Is I'm just out. I'm just a little bit too open, and okay. it's really it's almost like you're pronating with that yeah top hand. So. Um, yeah, that's something that I'm currently so working tiny. on right now. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't even like even think about that. Yeah, yeah. I think the the other thing I'll say um, that I think a lot of golf coaches preach is just like you can't think when you're up there, or you can only think about one thing. Because when you're thinking about ten mm-hmm. different things, it just doesn't work. Yeah, if your brain um, is like, okay, I'm going to do this, and then I'm going to start this, and then I'm going to pronate, and then I'm going to twist, like yeah. No, yeah, it happens way faster than that. Yeah, so you really just need your one thing that you're going to focus mm-hmm. on. Um, or you just, you just need to go up there and swing. <laughs> yeah. What do you feel like has helped you get better at golf? I mean, honestly, the DPI program really helped because I think it it just broke down thing. It just broke down the swing, um, and and it really helped me to focus on using and generating power for my lower body. Yeah. Because um, it's something that like I played softball growing up, and it is the more natural thing to do is just to try to swing all upper body. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. Personally, I think that's really helped. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I've taken lessons, and I definitely think you should take a lesson if you're new to golf or if there's something you really want to work on because um, they're, they're the pros. And <laughs> yeah. It's way more fun, too, to, like, have someone teaching you that also can give you, like, 
here's what you're going to focus on today. Yep. Rather than like, I'm going to go try to learn how to play golf. Yeah. And then you just get super frustrated. Yep. Um, and I know like the other thing that the golf coach that I worked with had said was, and this is really hard, but for a lot of people who are new to golf, it's not worrying about left or right as much. It's like, you need to get your, you need to get the foundation of the swing first before. So like for me right now, tweaking my wrist, mm. that's never something that I would have started with. I had to no. get, I had to get the foundation of the swing first and okay. now I can start tweaking little things. Now, now I went and got fitted for clubs. Like now those things are more appropriate, okay. um, but you really need to get kind of that basic foundation first. Okay. Like bottom of the pyramid. And mm-hmm. then you can start doing all the like personalized, um, detail stuff. Yes. Yes. I feel like what a lot of people would start with would be like, I'm going to go get fitted for clubs. Right. And they like, have <laughs> never played golf before. Yeah. You got to make sure you like the sport first before you go. That is them. true. <laughs> yes, um, but yeah, but no, exactly. You need, you need that foundation. And cause the, the clubs that someone's going to recommend for you, it is going to change. It's going to change throughout the years as you become a better golfer and more efficient. Oh. Um, and just based on what you can do. Um, so that's the other thing too. Like you're, what someone might recommend might be different if you go through a six week training program and you start adding strength and things like that. Um, because the, there's different like lofts, like angles that the club heads can be at. There's different materials that the shafts are made out of. There's all, it gets very detailed. Um, have you been fitted? I did last week, actually. Wow. By a Titleist, yeah. Oh, awesome. <laughs> when I came to the club, right? Yeah. How long does it take to, like, get those clubs that you're fitted for? Uh, so it kind of just depends. It, it also depends, um, like, what clubs... Because you might get fit for, like, a whole yeah. set. You okay. might only need a driver. You might... Yeah, it kind of just depends okay. what, you're, what you're going for. So, obviously, like, you've worked with a lot of golfers. What is that process like? Like, what is your process working with golf golfers look like? So right now at Made to Move, we kind of have two, I would say like two main, I don't know, focuses. So one would be more rehab focused, which would be that eval. So you're going to come in, we're going to talk a lot at the beginning, get your history, find out, you know, what kind of movements hurt. Are you having pain during the golf swing? Is it only after? Things like that. Um, We're going to go through the TPI screen. If you're having pain, there's also going to be additional things I'm going to look at more specific to that area. Um, I definitely want to watch you swing, and we're probably going to take a video of that. Um, We'll look at, we'll get some numbers from like a power standpoint. And then um, based off that TPI screen, you're going to get your little handicap. (laughs) Um, There is this great app that we have access to. So through there, you'll have that result of that screen. Um, and then, you know, we'll kind of come up with a rehab program. Um, and a little bit is just going to be based on like what you need and what your goals are, but we're probably going to work together for, I don't know, over the span of maybe three months or so. And then from there it might become more of a performance package, which is the second kind of group that we really focus on. Um, and that's maybe someone who wants to improve their longevity of the sport. They want to improve their distance and gain distance, um, they have some type of specific goal that's more performance-based, mm-hmm. and maybe they had a history of pain at some point, but pain's not um, pre- like preventing them from golfing right now. Um, so that program's going to look a lot more strength and conditioning focus, power focus. Um, it's really fun. Yeah. <laughs> and um, the pain one's fun too, though. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, pain's never 
fun. But like once you're not dealing with pain anymore, then you get to do the fun stuff. Um, but yeah, but, and then that one's really, the, the great thing about that too is same thing. We're going to take you through that TPI screen. Your eval is going to be similar. It's just going to be less focused on pain and more focused on, you know, where are we limited with some mobility, where are we limited with strength. Um, and so you're going to get some accessory motions in addition to like a, a strength program. Yeah. Um, it's cool that you can work with both and that like ultimately we want like the people that are dealing with pain or like the rehab side of things are going to look more like the training, the strength and conditioning mm-hmm. as you, you know, it's like deal with less pain. But it is cool that like people can just come in and be like, Hey, I want to get better at golf or like I want to play forever or I'm having trouble playing this long or like more of the performance because I don't feel like that you don't typically get to do that in a typical like clinic. Correct. Right? Oh yeah. No insurance clinic is going to cover. I, I want to gain 10 yards, yeah. you know? And so, um, that's what's so fun here is yeah. we can work with all these different patients and really specialize things to your goals. Um, and on top of that, we can address things like nutrition and sleep and stress yeah. <laughs> and all these other important factors that also play a role in both rehab and performance. So yeah. Awesome. Yeah. This is, I've learned so much about golf. Yeah. I, uh, maybe I should go try to play golf. It is beautiful weather. I know. Yeah, it is. This is the perfect time. (laughs) Masters are soon, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Are you going to go? Uh, probably, probably not because I'm getting married time. but yeah. Yeah, yeah that might be a little bit more important <laughs> well thank you so much yeah. I feel like that was a very very informative um, everyone thank you for listening and thank you Kayla yeah thank you thank you so much for joining us everyone we hope you enjoyed this episode head on over to Instagram find us at healthy charleston Leave us a review on iTunes. If you ever have any topics you want us to talk about or guests you want to bring on, feel free to DM us. Otherwise, thanks again.